Last time on Day Players. Murmur the Deadringer. W. Penny Whistle. Harold Vulcan. A Minotaur. Our players sit on the esteemed Wizards Council. Wizards are no longer considered experts in magic. What role in society has taken their place? They go to the clergy. We no longer have the money to pay for your services. People are disappearing. If they're gone, they can't pay taxes, can they? Perhaps we can return the kingdom to its rightful state and collect that paycheck. You see an incredibly beautiful man. You see, I am a salesman of faces, of very realistic humanoid masks. Okay, we pull out one of Tommy's previously established husk bodies, and we just slap a mask on it. It's demon. Oh, just a demon. I am Ka. Where have you been taking all the townspeople? A temple to the east. You see it in the distance. A ruined brown tower. You see weaponry laid out on tables. Armor set aside. Looks like they're building an entire army out there. You see an elven ranger. Bond listless. If we are able to find something to get the King of Elves to act, maybe we could gather some troops. You've walked in at the most pivotal moment. A face of Ka stands next to one of the dangling elves with a knife close to their face. He cuts it off in one sweet motion and raises that face to the sky. That face hardens, transforms, and becomes one of the masks that you were almost sold. Wait. Yo, what the fuck? This is crazy. All these faces have been elf faces? With, With this, with this, the elves will act. This is part of the process towards making masks. Yes, yeah. If you continue watching, you see that uh, the face of the one that got his face sawn off, another face of Ka tends to it, regenerating their face. And uh, oh God. the one face of Ka just continues on down the line, cutting off face and face, an assembly line of oh, masks. Oh, wait. Oh, God. There's like a bunch of them? Yeah. That is horrendous. There's An answer. there's rage in Bond's eyes. He's, we, we we have to save them, right? Can we? There's only like what twenty faces of Cod there. You're a powerful wizard, certainly. You can stop twenty faces, twenty, twenty of them. Just teleport them out. You can do that. You're powerful wizards. Yeah, Tommy, you're a powerful wizard with teleport. <laughs> That's correct. I am a powerful wizard with teleport. Harry will pull five knives from a fold of his pocket. I'll cast Steel Wind Strike. Toss them all with perfect accuracy at each of the prisoners, and in the blink of an eye, teleport to each knife as it strikes the chains and break their shackles, finishing right in the center of all five of them, ready to defend these prisoners. The elves fall down. They were unconscious the whole time. Okay. Fall like sands on the ground. Who's next? After Harry jumps in and frees all the elves, following my character inspiration roots of Avatar, I will jump into the middle of the temple, and I assume everything's made of stone, right, Peter? Oh, yeah. All right, I will cast my other fifth level spell, Pass Wall, 
which creates a eight foot high, five foot wide, and 20 foot long, like, gap in any sort of material or building. So I want to cast it down and horizontally to create this huge eight foot trench for separating us from the rest of the faces of Ka that will, I assume, eventually be storming this center room. Oh yeah. And I will, I will, with my hands, you know, and just throw the stone off to the sides and just form the gap from nothing. A large chasm appears in the floor. Several faces of Ka fall within it. Let's get cooking. I do Conjure Elemental, which I'm going to do a Fire Elemental. And uh, yes, basically from any torch that is in use to light this room, the fires grow and they swirl through the air and then they form the form of a Challenge Rating 5 Fire Elemental. And it would do whatever I ask it to do. Forming it is the expense of my turn, but then maybe the elemental gets to attack right now? Yeah, I think so. It uh, You form the elemental. This large incarnation of fire appears in the middle of the room. It roars to life and yells out in Ignin, uh, which... Does anyone understand Ignan? Not me. <laughs> no. I know that it's the elemental language of fire. That's right. It yells out in fire speech. Uh, no one understands it. But it looks towards Murmur for orders. Those. Those down there. Dispose of them. Uh, the elemental nods in approval and lets loose, rising up flames and attacking the faces of Ka. Bon begins firing off pot shots towards the faces of Ka, hoping to take out at least a couple before you make your escape. Let's do a little bit of... They'll attack back. I'll do a couple of... How about everyone does a reflex save for me? One. Uh-oh. Fifteen. I also did horrible again. I got an eight. Fifteen. You guys are taking 22 damage. As the faces of Ka are... Firing out fireballs left and right. You're caught. It's fire? It's fire. I'm going to, as a reaction, I'm going to catch some of that fire and jam it into my horns. Hell yeah. So you take 11 damage, and I believe, W, you take 11 damage as well. No, no, you chose movement speed. Never mind. You take 20. No, I, yeah. I keep switching it when I shouldn't switch it. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Murmur, who's dodged some fireballs, gets singed just a little and takes just the 11 damage. What does Bond do? Uh, oh, he makes it. He dodges out of the way as well. I have, I have a question. How much do these elves weigh each, would you say? Uh, call it 100 pounds. That's 100 real pounds low. Because yeah. Peter, I weigh 170. Yes, they have been uh, near starved, and their faces have been cut off repeatedly for who knows how long. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I guess I haven't had my face cut off recently. Yeah. 100 pounds a pop is perfect. Because I cast Tensor's Floating Disc. Let's just pile them on, baby. <laughs> you got it. Tensor's <laughs> Disc makes a flat plane of force in the air that can hold 500 pounds. Perfect. Five 100-pound elves, in fact. I summon the disc. And the disc carries them. It drops down a little from the weight, but it's well within the 500. Perfect. And that's my turn. I've got them loaded up. I'm going to cast Blindness 
at a higher level. So I'll I'll spend my my other uh, level five spell slot to uh, blind three of them. Nice. They're blinded. They reach out into the darkness. Bond continues to let loose arrows. Your elemental terrorizes the faces of Ka. And the faces of Ka will again shoot fireballs at the elemental and at all of you. Make reflex saves again. But this time, Will, you get advantage because the ones near you are blind. Here come. Ooh. Jesus. That, that 21. Nine. I got a two. So it's 26 damage. You two fail it. Mm-hmm. But I believe yeah. both of you take half. I I have to cast my my um, absorb elements oh. again. And I will. Okay. Bring it down to 13 damage. You better escape quick. You can hear that the chaos outside is subsiding. Faces of Ka, More faces of Ka will be approaching. Bon yell, roars out. If we're going to make it out, we got to make it soon. We can leave the trench and the elemental and it'll just give them a bunch of problems for a while. Yeah. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my Conjuration School class ability and do a benign transportation where I just get free teleports. I'm going to run until I have a straight shot between me and the teleportation circle, or rather the far side of the teleportation circle. And then I will use this uh, this feature, and I will, I will instantly blink to the other side of the circle, and the disc will follow me. And I'm pretty sure I can, I can, I can, I can finagle things so that as it follows me, it zips right over the teleportation circle and the contents on the disc are immediately sent to the safe space, the, uh, the council room or wherever we wind up teleporting to. Uh, let's call it the council chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be great to Perfect. go back there. Okay. So the, uh, our charges are safe. Nice. Now we got to get in the circle. Yep. Bond rushes past the faces of Ka and runs into the circle. When you leap into the teleportation circle, it's more like leaping into a hole. The bottom where the ground would be opens up into a mystical portal. You leap in and you are thrust through a wacky fun slide. Those untrained in teleportation arts bounce off the sides, viewing other possible places they could end up. But your wise old wizards and manage to keep within the confines of the portal. You travel through it and eventually are plopped out at the other end. An ancillary room to the council chamber. A common teleportation circle used by the council. Perfect. It's like Star Trek. Did everyone make it okay? Did we have any cause trailing after us? There's no cause. Bond made it safely too. And your five elves that you rescued are laying on the ground. Or laying on the floating disc. Still in contrast. Right, right. Yes. Quick, we need we need to heal these elves. They're starving. Someone get in contact with Lars. We have to get the royal medics in here. All right, you guys ready? I think the next scene? Yeah. Okay. You are all standing in one of the large guest rooms of King Jokrin's castle. Amongst the beds lay the elven men and women that you've rescued. Standing over them, tending to their wounds, is Emrilla, the head priestess of the Church of Pelor. You are sitting in the corner, awaiting the results of her healing. She is strained. Sweat is on her brow. It's not easy healing these elves. After Mm. a tense few hours of curing wounds, Emrilla lets out a 
deep sigh, wipes her brow, and walks over towards you. It's about time that I've been brought into this. Don't you know that we are the new authority on magical things? Oh yes, we're well aware. <laughs> you waste your gift, the gift of magic, on your little pretty games. Thankfully, I was able to bring these fine elves and stabilize them. What happened to them? I've never seen injuries so deep. Well, fortunately, it was our little gifts that allowed us to teleport them out from the clutches of evil. I assume we explain everything. <laughs> Amrilla furrows her brow and holds her head. Demons taking over people's bodies with the faces of elves. This is troubling. Yes, I'm, I'm afraid that this is a problem bigger than either of us put together. Have you found out why, at least? What their end goal is? I mean, you're... You're, you're the ones that deal with all the, you know, the religious stuff. It's a demon. What do demons want? I'm afraid demonology is not a school of wizardry. I have not heard of a demon named Ka. Whoever this is, it's a new name on the block. Very powerful. Arrogant. There's something about them that they... Seems very sinister. Yeah, they're real confident. He reminds me of a... A demon in our folklore. The demon Prancer. Prancer? Yes. Prancer. Oh. Known for the devilish looks. Could use them to convince others to do his bidding. A very lazy demon. But he was taken care of. By a paladin of Pelor. Cut him down. But uh, the paladin was unable to kill the demon. So... Just his heart couldn't even kill a demon. So instead, he cut up his face, took away the one gift that Prancer had, his beauty. And that's all that I know of Prancer. Perhaps Prancer and Ka are related. I do not know. You know, your palatins being able to take this thing down but not being able to finish the job. You ought to team up with us. We'll take that last step. Oh, I know you will, you wizards. Such loose morals. Tell me, Harold, do your clones, do they feel pain? Certainly not. I would never go so far as to implant a nervous system. Not only that, but I now have empirical proof that they don't even have souls. So there, I'm morally in the clear. Well, you know, Carl, when he was inside one of your dummies, did say that they felt pretty bad. If they feel something, they must have some sort of nervous system. I'm sure he was just trying to make us feel bad about it. It's much more likely that a demon would lie. It's true. Can't trust the demon. That's right. That's right. He gets it. Not even using his real name. Can't trust a single thing out of the demon's mouth. Exactly. It could be anybody. And it was thanks to my humanoids that we were able to trap the demon and gain information about it in the first place. And you clergy folk didn't have any problems using them for your medical studies. <gasps> yes, yes, there are some rather powerful members of the clergy. I disagree with their methods. I feel as though we should stop you wizards from practicing magic. You cause so much pain in this world. Uh, breaking the tension in the room, one of the elves that has been healed starts coughing. He's awake. Oh. 
we obviously gather around them. Rises. Yes. Yes. Uh, careful. Careful. Now. Careful. Uh, easy. 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 Don't get up so fast. <coughs> where, where am I? What's happened? Is it, is it over? What do you remember before this moment? I only remember pain. A knife to my face. Yes, yes. How does your face feel? I don't... It's an odd feeling. It's like... It's like... I feel silence. You ever been in, like, a crowded bar and walk into the bathroom and you suddenly realize that the world is so loud? It's like that. The world is quiet. Now. Oh, so you kind of feel better than you used to. A calmness, let's call it. I don't feel constant pain. I'm not trapped, thank you. I'm in your debt. Tell me, what is your name? My name is Harlan Longstriker. Harlan, you are one of many. One of many who has been hunted for your face. There's an evil, evil demonic force at hand, and it's targeting the elves. It's using the elves to target humans. But why me? And at this point you notice Harlan has a very beautiful face. Ah, okay. Uh Uh-oh. You were taken for your beauty. But it's alright, you are safe now. Safety is something I haven't felt in in a very long time. Thank you. You are heroes in my mind. I'll lean over to Umrilla. And I'll, like, you know, I'll, like, side whisper. See, he thinks we're heroes. Yes, but I'm the one that brought him back to life. Whatever. You guys can get the credit. I don't, I don't care. Whoa, now. It's not about getting the credit. We all get a little credit. But we, us three, definitely get most of the credit. Of course, of course, for the greater good. For the greater good. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, do you have any questions to ask my patient? I... He seems quite weary. Harlan, take take the time to rest. Despite their high and mighty attitude, the medics here are top-notch. The time may come when you will be able to repay us sooner than you think. This threat that Cobb poses seems to be very serious, and we may need your word and your tale to help bring around the rest of your folk to aid us. Yes, Harlan. When you rest up and you're ready... We will go to your king, your leader, and we will beg of him to join us in taking down this evil force. Yeah, uh, Peter, is, isn't is Bond still with us? Yeah, he's there. He's just been okay. hanging on the corner. Bond, have you ever met this Harlan Longstriker? Harlan Longstriker. The name is familiar. I must have heard it a long time ago. Perhaps some, I don't know, 200 years ago? I think we might have went to uh, to the same ranger school. What what say you? Should we make way to your leader now? Should we wait until he rests and then bring him with us? I think we should bring him with us. We should bring all the elves here with us. My account would be trusting, but the account of five elves, five elves who have been missing for I don't know how long, a powerful testimony that the king of elves would be foolish to ignore. I'm sure he would feel the rage I felt back in that ruined temple. He would definitely strike back and strike back hard. While the elves are resting, 
you wizards are ready for the next step. Thinking upon everything you've heard in the last few hours, you realize there is one person who would know the full truth of what happened to the demon Prancer many years ago, and that would be the paladin that's vanquished him once. Perhaps he would have a secret to vanquishing him again. But how long ago did this guy die? Oh, like hundreds of years ago. Okay, that, yeah. That don't matter, though. <laughs> speak to the dead, you speak to the dead. As a paladin, he would have been entombed and preserved within the catacombs of the clergy's tower. You need only ask Amrilla to have access. Okay. So you venture forth towards the low tower of Palor, where Amrilla's office stands and the catacombs lay below. You stand in Amrilla's office and you give her a proposition to speak with the paladin who vanquished Pantser many years ago. She gets up, her, her face twisted with rage. You wish to desecrate one of the corpses of our hallowed paladins to learn more on this demon? We don't even know if Prancer and Carr are the same. And it would be great to find out if that was the case or not. I know you disapprove, but I must tell you, if you truly are committed to your cause, I would think that one of you, even in the afterlife, would want to have service to bring justice to this world. She sits down, puts her head, her hand to her head. You bring a good point. A paladin would be happy to provide service both in life and death. And you're right, we do not know. We, we, we don't know if it's the same, but we can use this paladin to find out. After all, if Prancer is the real name of Ka, the true name, that would give us some power over them. Fair enough. You've convinced me. Um, I will, however, ask for something in return. I mean, we don't even have anything you want anymore. <laughs> you, The church has taken most of the funding from the king. We've been completely defunded, if you hadn't heard. The three of you, I'm sure, would be happy to provide an opinion on a matter that is close to the council. An opinion that I would be most appreciative of. <gasps> I think I know what she wants. I would like a seat on the council. Yeah, that's the one. A seat on the council? We are the authority of magic now, aren't we? The people believe that the gods give the gift of magic. And so I think that they would prefer someone of my standing within the council. Hmm. Is, is divinity just another school, perhaps? I mean, as it stands right now, we don't have a council because of all of bu the budget restraints. If this can ensure that the council returns to the way it was, I don't see how it could bring any harm. It would be a much stronger version. A council of nine. I'm sure there's been many times when the council has been split 50-50 on issues. Hmm. It's true. We've been deadlocked for years on simple things like getting stone chairs instead of wooden ones. Can't you just turn the chairs into stone? But it can only last for a few minutes. <laughs> I see it as a win-win for you. 
you gain a friend on the council, and you get to speak with this paladin from the past. If the people of the land have become so enamored with divine magics that they find that you are their preferred solution, then it certainly seems to be a school of magic worth looking into. Not to mention, uh, we would get access to our full budget once again. Fellow council members, I believe we form a subcommittee under guideline 64B, as we represent three of the major schools. What say you regarding the matter of introducing Amarilla? What is your last name? I have none. I gave it to Palor. Then what say you, fellow masters, about the introduction of Master Amarilla into our High Council? I vote aye. Aye, indeed. And I as well. The ayes have it, and as we are the only presiding members of the council active at the moment, I'd say we can pass that resolution safely. It's unanimous. Wonderful. I think we can set aside our differences now for a beautiful new partnership. And she brings her hand forward to shake. Wait a minute. How attractive is Umrilla? She's rather attractive. Rather attractive, you say? Yeah. You know. She's, she's, she's got some looks, but, you know, she's got some age on her, some crow's feet. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think she's a face of car? I'll put my I'll put my, I'll put my life on the line and shake her hand. Wonderful. I I shouldn't have been so quick to judge you. So I thought you would reject me. I'd love to celebrate over drinks, but I feel as though uh, urgency is of the matter, and we should delve into the catacombs to find this paladin. Yes, we all came with our dungeoneering packs, specifically to get right to work. Yeah, that's the kind of pack I got. This isn't your catacombs you find in the middle of a forest where you must fight through hordes of zombies. This is just... it's just our basement. Amrilla, I have never seen or heard of any tombs that aren't filled with traps and zombies and dragons and demons. I'm sure there's plenty down there that you don't know about. Perhaps in the lower levels, but this paladin with his rank remains at the higher ones. Wait, so you put you put the low-ranking members of your church... <laughs> Bury them deep! ...down with the monsters and the traps? It seems like it seems like the high-ranking people should get the booby traps and the, the monsters and things. Well, no, 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 Tommy. The yeah. high-ranking people are closer to the sun. Oh, they are Paylorians, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, well, technically, I mean, it'd be cool if there was a way for them to not be buried at all, but that just doesn't really work with decomposition. The higher the hair, Indeed. the closer to God. You're all overcomplicating the issue. It's really. Uh, those that have high rankings in the church, you don't need to walk far to see them. Uh, right, right, right. We have much that we can learn from each other, Amarilla. Yes, of course. Shall we head to the catacombs now? Let us away. After striking a deal with Amarilla, she leaves her office and motions for you to follow. Deep down the catacombs, where the corpses of all the devout followers of Palor get to rest for the rest of eternity. She opens a large set of double doors, locked with a special key. And beyond it, you see a dark set of stairs, older than any of you. Great, that's good. The steps are dank, the light is dark. 
She wishes her hand, and light appears next to her, and she begins the descent down. You go down about three or so floors, and she motions towards the left, an open corridor. This is where we'll find our hero palism. Please, follow me. You're walking by, and you see to the left and to the right, openings. They're shelves, where near pristine corpses lay. She notices that you are looking at them. Yes, uh, the most devout followers of our, of our Lord Pelor will be preserved so that their image can be remembered for ages. Please, come along, come along. And after walking down this hallway for what seems like five, ten minutes, she stops. This is our paladin here. And she motions towards a shelf where a elf with a beautiful face and long flowing hair lays. Their armor pristine, emblazoned with the golden symbol of Pelor. This is Gordon Highlife, an esteemed paladin of the Church of Pelor and the vanquisher of the demon Prancer. Well, I can see why Prancer was so interested in him. He is quite a looker. Y yes, you've, you've preserved these bodies uh, remarkably well. Yes, well, just because you're dead doesn't mean you have to decay. That is very true. But uh, I'm just impressed. There's so many just like this. Uh, but yes, we should speak with him. I I don't know. I don't know that sort of uh, set of spells. None of us do. That's why we're here, remember? This would be my responsibility. I couldn't let a, a non-member do such a spell on one of our hallowed denizens. Well, we're all on the same council now, so uh, fire away. It's a good thing he's so well-preserved. It might get a little creepy otherwise. <laughs> it's no fun talking to a skeleton, isn't it? I've talked to plenty of skeletons. They got a... Well, they don't really have much conversation. They just sort of like click and clack. They rattle, don't they? They are hilarious, they though. rattle. Yeah. Well, let's find out what Gordon has to say. And she places her symbol of Palor onto the forehead of Gordon. She moves her hand left and right and begins chanting, Let your words come beyond the veil. Gordon, Gordon, we wish to speak to you. Your knowledge is needed again. Serve the Lord Pelor beyond death. Preach, sister. There's a groan, a large exhale as stale air escapes the lungs of Gordon. He breathes in. <gasps> I am here. He is risen. Yes, Gordon. Yes, yes, we hear you. You're in the catacombs. Do, do you know that? Yes, I'm, I'm dead. Yes, that's right. She turns to you. It looks like the spell's working. I can only hold it for so long, so I think you best ask your questions now. Sir Highlife, we need to know how you defeated Prancer those many years ago. Prancer was vain. 
It was a simple matter. Mirrors distracted him. Ah, obviously vanity. I mean, we could have guessed, right? I used a shield with a mirrored surface. I see. And when he was distracted, what did you do? I smote him. That, that, that's it? You, you, you distracted him, and then you just kind of, just kind of bopped him out of there? I'm a paladin. I don't have many moves. <laughs> All right, fine. I guess that's fair. Well then, Sir Highlife, tell us this. If you smote Prancer those years ago, is there any chance that he might have returned in another form? He would be weak. I took his face. His face is his power. You took his face. I slashed it up, took his beauty. There was nothing left. Oh, you, you don't mean you literally took his face. You mean you just kind of roughed him up. I cut off his face. Oh, so you did take his face. Ooh. Where, where did you do this? What, what, what? Where did the face go once you were done with it? The Carpathian Forest, a temple. Oh. I see. He wants his face back. Or did he already get it back? Are you asking me? Uh, uh, I mean, no, if you know the answer. Sort of, we're just sort of a... Uh, it's like a brainstorm. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. You know, what is... He around now? Uh... Is he not vanquished? Was my task incomplete? Oh, no, no, Gordon, Gordon, rest, baby. Come on, we're just, we're just reminiscing, that's all. Would you want to complete your task? If it wasn't? Yes, it is my duty. I, I turn to uh, Amarilla and I say, I can have him complete his task. Amarilla. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> she oh, yeah. uh, she kind of gives you a scowl and goes, um, what do you mean, Master Necromancer? <laughs> if he wants to fulfill his duty, he would be aiding us. All I would have to do is animate this perfectly preserved body. I mean... Huh. He might not be wearing what he was wearing. He might not be quite as he was. But he's still the same, Gordon. And he still possesses the same powers. You know, Amarilla, he seems like he really wants to do it. And this would be kind of a pretty big publicity thing. It'd look pretty cool for all of us different magic users to work together and, you know, break some rules. Forge a new path. How about that? Go ahead and roll persuasion. You've piqued her interest. Let's see if you can uh, seal the deal. <laughs> I wish I had thought of so something a little better. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Roll it with advantage, because I liked what you said. I don't even need it. I already got a 21. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Uh, she is convinced. W, you bring up a good point. We have always thought about whether or not we could have people fight for more than their life. They could fight for their undeath as well. And it sounds like Gordon is 
fine with his corpse being animated, so... Yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't a ghost already. He couldn't tell that he didn't finish the job? My god. Maybe his god. It goes against my better judgment. However, I can't ignore that we are in dire need of all the help we can get. Let's have another council vote. I say I. I. Well, I think the eyes have it. <laughs> Very well. Once we have done with this ritual, uh, Murmur, you are welcome to perform your your ritual upon the corpse of Gordon. Oh man, this council thing really, uh, it really works out better when there's a lot less of us. <laughs> yeah, you know, at, at first it seemed like a bad situation, but uh, we've really cut through some red tape here. Yeah, a lot less votes to have to manage. <laughs> Perhaps this should just be the council. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, we're going, we're going all the way. We're going uh, rogue. A I discussion mean, for another time. But keep that in mind. I mean, that would be a lot more funding. <laughs> mm, yes. We don't need the other schools. Let's uh, let's let's not put the uh, ma- the magical carrot before the magical horse here. <laughs> One thing at a time. First, we gotta go take care of the threat to our funding. Do you have any questions? It's a little uncomfortable to speak from the other side. Hi, life. Sorry, we uh, we got so wrapped up. We I forgot you were there. Um, gentlemen, Amarilla, do we have any other things that we need to know about Prancer? It seems like we know where things went wrong and maybe what to do this time around be a little more thorough about it and we know what his weakness is i'm curious about something uh gordon when you fought prancer did he have multiple versions of himself did he control others he did but there was it wasn't a take over it was an extension there is his core demon that took over others if you fight prancer you must find the core demon that tracks yeah okay he probably doesn't have a face now oh yeah Uh, might be easy to find in a crowd Okay. Peter, I was going to make the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Then we know what we must do. Gordon, it's been lovely speaking with you, and I think we'll be in touch very soon. I hope not. Why don't we let the big boy sleep? He's yeah. got a big day ahead of him tomorrow. I will return to the afterlife. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs> It just kind of trails off in uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's done. It's done. Is the body of Gordon, like, is he, like, wrapped up in anything? Nah, it's just wearing some nice armor. Well, let's let's wrap him up like a mummy. Okay. Like if he, like if he was wrapped up like a, like a spider, you know? So he's okay. like a little package. Sure. All right. And then I'll, I'll step back from everybody. All right, everybody. It's time for me to show the muscle. And then... My eyes glow, a bright white light pours out of all of my orifices. And then, what that little chickeny puff of smoke <laughs> magic that's always reserved for jokes. 
and I will polymorph into a donkey. <laughs> All right, sweet, you're a donkey. Load, load me up, boys. <laughs> could you still talk? I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you be able to? I could cast a message. No, wait, you just polymorph into a donkey that has a horrifying uh, yeah, I just, vocal cords. Yeah, this isn't wild shape. I just yeah. turn into a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What an incredible display of power. He's really earning his spot on the council. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I'm thinking waffles. <laughs> Alright. And, and then we and then I trot on see. out of there. Yeah, you walk out of there, out of the catacombs. Amarilla's kinda hiding her face from all the other <laughs> members of the church. Hey, they all just think I'm a donkey. I guess until I start talking. It's Which I am just, talking. It's just like a certain movie. Well, it's a. Uh, it, you went into the catacombs and you're walking out with a large human sized wrapped thing. Well, yeah. No, you just say that that is W and that he died down in the catacombs. <laughs> he was, he okay. was so old. He was so old. Uh, sorry, gang. Council business coming through. Dead wizard. <laughs> and then I'm also like, yes, excuse us. He couldn't handle the sight of the dead. His, his poor old frail heart just couldn't take it. Yes, All right, now right. I'm fine with old. ending the scene. With more knowledge on Ka and his original incarnation, Prancer, you take Gordon's corpse from the catacombs, ready to bring the pair against each other once again. But before you can do that, in order to stop Ka, you'll need an army. So, Bon and Murmur begin packing up, getting ready to leave for the Elven Kingdom so that they may convince the Elves to help and bring soldiers and stop Ka in the Carpathian Forest. We cut now to the front gates of the castle, where Bon and Murmur are just about ready to make their way to the Elven Kingdom. Do you have everything ready? I have everything here. I have my bow, I have my pack, and anything else I'm sure the wild will provide. Did you both get my pack of gorp that I gave you? Oh, yes, I I, I almost forgot. And uh, I, I go ahead and I, I don't know what gorp is, but I'm going <laughs> to hold my hand out to accept the gorp. I transmuted it myself. Uh... What is gorp? Oh, you know, it's one of those fun trail foods. I open up uh, whatever this gorp is, and I take a look. Harry Harry knows all about it. It's a minotaur delicacy. It is a minotaur delicacy, and frankly, it's deeply offensive that you insist on continuing to make what you call gorp. The last time you transmuted it, it was only dry almonds. <laughs> yes. And I transmuted it myself. I opened the bag. It's dried almonds. <laughs> <laughs> mm, interesting. Thank you. This will come in very handy. You know, almonds are a superfood. Yes, but I hear that they take a lot of water to, uh, to grow. Well, that's why I transmute them. It doesn't take any water at all. Only the water that it takes to create as much volume that I have of almonds that I desire. 
Ah, okay. Environmentally friendly way of eating almonds. I, I, I think I'll enjoy this goop then. Yes, environmentally friendly. <laughs> well, we must be setting off. We must go now, because every moment is precious. We hope to see you soon. And when we do, I hope the elves are on our side. Do you think we should bring the other elves with us? I realize they're not here. Oh yeah, we had like five more elves, didn't we? We forgot about them, didn't we? It's hard well, to keep track of all these elves. I mean, They would nice. probably help our case. Yeah. Harry, why don't you teleport them all down real quick? Uh, sure, I suppose I can do that. Just one moment. <laughs> uh, now, wait a minute. I don't think I can do that. Here, Peter. I'll just do pass wall at an angle through the castle. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So that it's like a huge rock slide. And by rock slide, right. I mean a slide made of rock, not a rock slide. More of an elf slide. Yes. I remember where I remember where they are, right? Yeah, sure. Once you're done casting it, uh, you hear through the tunnel uh, a roar of yells and screams, and out sliding out of this slide are five elves who are just a little underweight. What? What happened? What? Why are we here? What's going on? Time for a road trip. What? What? We're sorry to interrupt your convalescence, but uh, we need your assistance <laughs> convincing the the elf leaders uh, of the severity of the situation. With your first-hand knowledge, I'm sure that you'll be able to bring the full bear of the elf forces to our side. Of, of course. Uh, we'd be glad to. You saved us. We'll do anything for you. Are you strong enough for the travel? We'll be strong enough. We'll do what we can. It's best we keep our wits about us. Mm-hmm. I fear Ka could be anywhere. And I think that he might want his elves back. <laughs> Too true. Let us go. We must be quick, swift like the wind. Make haste and we'll see you very soon. And there they go. Off to the kingdom of elves. I do hope they find what they're looking for. Find out next time on Day Players. Next time on Day Players. You can't just eat food weird and call that a joke. My king, I will get straight to the point. We would like to request the services of the Legion. The people that are the gold in this analogy. Or metaphor. I never remember. Analogy? Ka is here! Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs>
This didn't happen before. Was the hole there before the rabbit, or did the rabbit create the hole? Up on the horizon is a hooded figure. And then there's another hooded figure. And another. But think of the advancements. Magic is responsible for all of our progress. You create so many messes that we have to clean up. What, like this? I'll make a mess with prestidigitation. <laughs> How about like this? I will also use minor conjuration to conjure a bunch of eggs. <laughs> and then I will prestidigitate clean everything. Uh, like this? See? No harm, no foul. Like this? And oh, yeah, wait, knock, no, we gotta get... And I yeah. knock over just something off of a shelf. <laughs> I don't use my magic. I just actually physically knock something over. <laughs> that allowed us to teleport them out from... The clutches of evil. Monologue. I assume we explain everything. <laughs> sure. Right? I mean, I don't, yeah. we don't need me to... to we don't need you to don't need to explain it. the we whole podcast our... again. That's right. You were all there. You were all you there. Remember? <laughs> you listened to the recap. Yeah. Older than time? No. <laughs> all right, Morgan. Tell me the five weirdest things that are going to happen in our new mutual home. Um... A lot of bathroom antics. One. One. Car Tetris in the driveway. Two. 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 Um, constant jam sessions Three. in the garage. Three. Three. Constant internet problems because either me or you did not do enough research on the internet. Four. 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 And lastly, it's... You struggling to keep up with how good I am at video games. <laughs> five. Five. Five, five things. Five things. Oh, man. I know. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing some Street Fighter, but you're going to whoop me for sure. It'll be great.